Cage Minds, Micah Frankel. Right now, we're going to welcome in boxer, mixed martial artist. Dude's a fighter. Travis Foster, thank you for the time. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty great. Thanks for having me on your show. Man, my pleasure, my pleasure. I mean, we know you. You stay active. The last show that I was at locally was a boxing event before the COVID-19 pandemic, and you were in the ring. So looking back, real quick, I want to touch on that. How surreal was it? Um, I mean, that was pretty surreal because it was my first time actually. I've been in Albuquerque for three years, but it was my first time actually fighting in the city of Albuquerque. So it was really a dream come true to actually be fighting in Albuquerque and um, to have actually a huge following, a huge fan base in Albuquerque and be the, the red corner or the A-side guy in a city that I'm not even from. How did you feel about the fight? You and Nico Nathan went all four rounds. How did you feel about the action? Um, It was it was a learning experience. Um, uh, I, I threw everything at him the first two rounds, tried to get him out of there. And um, I learned from my first boxing fight that um, you're not going to be able to knock everyone out. So once I realized at the end of the second round that I'm probably not going to knock this guy out, then that's when I just strategically um, basically just played the scorecards and did point fighting for the last two rounds to secure the, um, the win by points. And I might be wrong. Was that your first boxing match out of Power and Glory? Yeah, it was my first one with Power and Glory, yeah. So how did that feel, uh, Steve Garcia and the guys hearing those voices for the first time? Um, actually, it felt pretty regular because um, the guy um, Donald Sanchez, um, he 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 fights out of there, and um, I met Donald Sanchez three years ago when I first moved to Albuquerque at Jackson Wink. He was um training MMA at Jackson Wink, and um, so he's Donald Sanchez was actually in the corner for the boxing fight, so I was actually um. Donald Sanchez's voice was very familiar to me and very comforting. So it felt like, felt very, very good, very comforting, very regular. And then not too long after the fight is obviously when we get word of the pandemic, everything shutting down. So how did it hit you afterwards that you were able to get a fight in before everything kind of shut down? Um... I was out, I mean, during the time, I was, like, just fighting like I always do. But reflecting back, I'm extremely grateful because people, I fought February 15th. So a lot of people were like, man, that's stupid. Why would you fight again three weeks later after you just won the war? And I guess it did seem kind of stupid. But now reflecting back, seeing the whole pandemic, how everything got shut down for, like, two, three months, I'm grateful that I did squeeze in another fight. And didn't assume that there'll be another another thing coming up. Now, we've seen take MMA fights, boxing fights. The next one coming up is MMA, June 20th. I'm surprised to see the regional scene back this soon. But Oklahoma bringing back the fights. You're taking on Kyron Bowen. Were you surprised to get a call this soon? Um. Yeah, I was pretty shocked. I was pretty shocked. Um, I thought that I probably wouldn't be fighting again until like hopefully September hopefully um but I just kept training I kept training kept working hard working harder than ever um kind of like walking by faith not by sight you know I just 
believed that something would come. Even though I couldn't see the opportunity, I just, I just knew it. And what do you think about this opportunity? Uh, tremendous opportunity. Tremendous. Um, <clears throat> I have nothing bad to say about the guy. Um, according to Topology, he's ranked number one in the state of Arkansas at middleweight and welterweight. Uh, he's eight and four. All of his wins are come by stoppage. Uh, he's on a six-fight win streak. Um, tremendous opportunity. It's the main event. Um, he just got signed to Sucker Punch Entertainment like less than a week ago. Um, I feel like this is the perfect time, perfect chance for me to go out there and first off prove it to myself and then show the rest of the world what I really am, who I really am, what am I really capable of, and show them that my record is has nothing to do with who I am as a fighter. In this fight, you told me it was going to be on the border of Oklahoma, Arkansas, so Bowden is the... Hometown favorite, just got the big deal on the win streak. You're obviously a stepping stone here in their opinion, right? Exactly. Yeah, that, that's and, and and yeah, that's that's the role that I'm supposed to play inside of this whole thing as a stepping stone for him. I'm I, I'm basically guess supposed to be this guy with a whole bunch of experience that they test him out against to before he goes to the big leagues. How motivating is that when you're training, thinking about? You know, honestly, you know, these guys are looking at you like you're the mark. Oh, man, I feel like the real-life Rocky right now. It's like, it's it's, 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 it's kind of like familiar territory because I've been in this position more times than not. So, for me, it's not like, I don't take it as disrespect. I'm not angry about it. You know, I'm, I'm actually grateful that they look at me like that because if they didn't look at me like that, I wouldn't have this opportunity right now. If I was a, a 18 and 0 killer, all 18 finishes, I wouldn't even be they wouldn't even have me fighting this guy right now. So, everything happens for a reason. I'm I'm grateful that they look at me how they look at me. I just I, I just um I know that in this fight game, respect is not given, it's earned, and I know that it'll be earned. I'm I'm going to earn not just their respect, but a whole everyone who's watching respect after this is all this fight is over and all said and done. What is camping like? How are you preparing for this fight with the conditions that we're having to deal with? Oh, man. Um, you're not going to believe this, but um, <laughs> nothing's really changed for me. I've really been doing a lot of this. I, like, I've added more stuff in, but I've never, I didn't subtract anything. You know, so nothing really got subtracted out of my regimen. Things got added, but nothing subtracted. Really? So, yeah, actually, I'm one of the very few people whose life hasn't changed at all uh, previous to the COVID and after the COVID. You were able to do a lot of the workouts you were already doing? Yeah, um, I was able to, because the mountains, they didn't shut down the mountains. So I've been running the mountains, like, every time I get the chance to. Um, I've been doing my strength and conditioning. I have, like, a whole entire, like, weight set like at my house, I have buddies who have weight sets. I have buddies who have sleds, tires, kettlebells, um, ropes, heavy bags. I got a, a good core group of guys that that are also professional fighters that I've been linking up with, and we've been um, meeting up. We've been doing drills. We've been doing sparring. 
Um, I've been hitting pads with them. Nothing's really changed for me. So you go into this almost normal camp. Nothing, nothing too crazy different. Yeah, I mean, different in a good way. And everyone's going to see next Saturday. But nothing different in a bad way. Now I believe I saw you can watch this one live on Fight TV. That's F-I-T-E dot TV, everybody. So it will be a stream. Do you know, like, is there going to be an audience in attendance? Yes, there's going to be an audience. Um, apparently, this 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 fight is going to be like Mardi Gras themed, and they're giving away Mardi Gras masks at the door. So that that should be pretty cool. So it's going to look like some trippy, scary movie that you're walking out to fight in front of a bunch of people in masks, uh, total face masks. Yeah, exactly, something like that. <laughs> look like a creepy costume ball. <laughs> yeah. well, I probably won't even see any of them because you know when I make that walk to the cage I can't even see the crowd it's just all I mean I see the hands that like extend out because people want to shake your hand when you walk into the cage that's really all I see I see the hands I shake the hands but well actually with all this COVID stuff I probably won't even shake hands actually now that I'm thinking about it but that's really all I see I don't really see the um, faces so when you're walking out for the fight, pretty much tunnel vision by that point? Yes, sir. Yeah, at that point, I'm already... It's like a job. Well, it is a job, you know. Once once, the, once they, once you're backstage and they start wrapping your hands, then that's when you clock in. That's where the process starts? Well, for me. Well, especially because this is a main event. Like, so, my last two fights, one in February and March, I was the first fight of the night. So, as soon as I arrived at the arena, I had to clock in. As soon as I arrived at the arena. Yeah. Because you're the first fight of the night. Okay. But for this one, being a main event, there's no point to start the engine as soon as I get to the arena. And then for this one, who's going out there with you? Um, I got Maurice the Hulk Jackson. I got Seth Abeda. And I got Ali Omar. Nice, nice. So everything, as the world has been going crazy, almost kind of, like you said, you've been able to benefit and almost still keep your same daily routine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. My, I had the same routine, but it actually picked up. I added a lot of things to it. Um, a lot of spiritual, a lot of meditation, you know, a lot of talking to God, spending time with God. I used to be a very angry fighter. If you've seen some of my past fights, you could testify to that, that I used to fight with a lot of emotion, a lot of anger. Um, that anger is gone now. So that's going to be the huge difference in me moving forward in my career, the fact that I'm not fighting out of emotion anymore. How'd that happen? Um, basically, when I go for these runs in the mountain, um, what I did, what I started doing is I just leave my phone in the car. Instead of bringing my phone with me, a lot of people like to listen to music while they run. I don't do that. I just um, I go for a run, and the whole entire run, I just talk to God. Whatever I'm feeling, whether it's good, bad. There's, there's times where I started to run in tears, ended the run happy. There's times where I started to run angry, ended it happy. There's times where I like stopped in the middle of the run, threw up, started praying to God. <laughs> I mean, like it's, it's very spiritual. Every time that I finish the run, I feel like a weight has been lifted off of me, and I feel like 
uh, bottled up resentment is slowly but surely released out of me. And that's kind of taken a lot of work and a lot of self-reflection. Oh, uh, yeah, a whole lot. That's why I'm so grateful for this whole COVID thing because basically what I would do before is um, um, I would make my schedule so busy with training that I would never handle my problems that I'm facing internally. So I would just keep training, train, 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 train. So by the time I come home, it's time to go to sleep. By the time I wake up, it's time to do the same thing. By the time I go to sleep, you know, it's this repeat cycle well, versus what well, everything got shut down. It forced me to take a hard look in the mirror and look at myself, look at what's going on, good or good and bad, and finally deal with the stuff that's going on bad. And 95% of the bad stuff within me was anger from like maybe 10, 15, 20 years ago that I never really dealt with. How cleansing did it feel being able to let go of some of that stuff or, or get over, get through, get past? Um, if it, it feels, I can't even even put it into words how it feels. I'm like, everything has changed. Everything has changed. Um, I'm able to communicate with people better. I'm able to actually maintain relationships with friends, maintain relationships at work maintain relationships with family. I was able to restore past relationships with family, past relationships with friends that I fell off with. Um, I don't take things personal anymore. Um, it just seems like, like there's a saying that goes, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So literally everything has changed because I'm changing the way I look at it. All this great stuff, this positivity, how do you translate it into the performance that you're looking to have on June 20th? Um, I'm going to just go out there and have fun. You know, that's number one. Go out there and have fun. And um, I used to fight out of anger. Now I'm fighting out of love. I'm, I'm fighting out of love. I love God. I love to motivate kids and inspire kids. And I love to fight. You know, I love the fact that something that once upon a time for me was something bad is I now flipped it and turned it into something good, something to where I can inspire kids and teach them, hey, you could channel your anger into a positive sport, just like how I did. So I'm just fighting out of love. I'm doing it out of fun, out of love, and um, made the best man win. Like right there, that that's that's enough said. Travis Foster, I mean, tell everybody how they can follow you on social media. Um, so <laughs> recently I changed my Facebook name to these hands. That's T H E S E hands, these hands. <laughs> and, um, on Instagram, I'm trav.foster. And is there anybody else you need to thank shout out to? Um, yeah, man, I, I got a bunch load of sponsors. Um, first I want to thank God. I want to thank God. I thank Jesus. Um, so, so many people to thank. Um, I want to thank uh, Crunch Fitness and Albuquerque, New Mexico. They just recently started sponsoring me. Um, I want to thank thank 3D Cuts Barbershop, one of my main sponsors, and um, Wantsville Boulevard in Albuquerque. Um, I want to thank uh, Pure Hemp CBD. They, they're helping me with the, um, the CBD protein. Um, I want to thank Bloom Hemp CBD. They give me the um, CBD oil extract and the lotion as well. Um, 
vital proteins, um, uh, Delpre chiropractic, uh, my nutritionist, um, Anita Delpre over at Jackson Wink Nutrition, um, Jackson Wink MMA, Power and Glory Boxing Gym, all of my training partners that have been working with me, like behind closed doors, um, so many people, man. Um, Maurice Jackson, Ali Omar, uh, Keenan Jackson, uh, my boy Saint, my boy Christian, um, so many people to thank. Uh, all of my moral support, uh, Thomas, uh, Keith, my brother, my father, too many people, man. I'm sorry if I forgot anybody. Man, that was the whole list. I wouldn't blame you if you did. That seemed like a long one. Again, Travis, thank you for the time, sir. All right.